Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. So sick about it. Never should have said hello. Now I'm lost without you. Can't even find the phone. Okay. Uh, you know, we're, uh, we're a show that lives by and large off of the uh the stream of consciousness coming out of pierce's brain Mm -hmm. uh but that's that's not where we're at this week uh as we we start heading uh towards turning the corner from spring into summer uh yesterday it was 95 degrees so that was Mm. fun um kevin do do you want to tee this week's episode up for us Sure. Uh, so I usually go to the Atlantic homepage every once in a while and use my one or two f- uh, free reads if I see something that's interesting. Um, so today uh, there was an article about Masterclass, and the author was kind of going into how stupid Masterclass is. And I guess my reaction was confusion because I didn't know if people were viewing masterclass <clears throat> as a way to legitimately become an expert at something and were trying to change their careers with it or if they were viewing it as an entertainment product. So I didn't really know whether I thought the author had a good point, essentially. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it, it's <laughs> it's just I, I circled immediately looking at this. Um, and I, I think it's... Uh, pretty pertinent to us because Sean I think you looked at the article most recently um but they have a term for the 30 somethings they try to capture um and it was a really nice term because the chief marketing officer and then they understand their audience really really well which is like it's it's almost a little too close to them did you find it Sean I'm looking I'm not I'm not swiping fast was it cats yeah I think it's cats you know it's it's uh I it's something 30 something i think it's it's curious um you know it's basically uh, yes curious aspiring 30 somethings yeah so the idea is that masterclass and and we're kind of pulling pulling the veil off here a little bit early but um masterclass they know that they're angsty especially in the last year 30 somethings that you know maybe have a degree um and are not thinking of going back to school but are interested in in learning um and do feel some you know some angst and and some you know concern that that they're just idling in in life and and so there's this idea that this will appeal to them and this does hit me a little close to home because i have said it actually for a number of years now but it resonates more now which is that the further i get away from school the more i'm interested in if i went back just to learn as opposed to something that that serves a purpose it's like oh i miss learning and so I fear that Masterclass is targeting me, but I like to think I'm a smart consumer. And so now I've read this and I'm like, this is this is maybe uh, not for me, especially given some of the things that their chief marketing officer said about, you know, 
what they are doing, um, which we can get to later. But I mean, does that does that idea of of at basically this point in our lives and and wanting some type of learning? Do you Max or, or Sean? Does that resonate with you? Well, I, I, before I answer that, because it might help both me and our and our listeners, can can someone explain what Masterclass is oh, for yeah. those of us that maybe aren't <laughs> too familiar with it? Yeah, I'll I'll field that one and then go and kind of segue straight into answering Pierce's question. So Masterclass is essentially a streaming service whose content is you know, uh, sort of LinkedIn learning style, like video tutorials, but instead of being from, you know, someone who's been certified in HTML 20 times, it's like, you know, you could take a, a class on creative writing with Margaret Atwood. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the the term class is used a little liberally because it's nothing really like a class. You're watching a, a recorded lecture or tutorial of some sort but yeah it's mostly it's mostly arts and lifestyle and and things like that not your typical academic topics yeah and and so that that segues perfectly into what i what i wanted to you know what i wanted to touch on about this idea of cats is it's phrased in the article that cats are old enough not to be planning to return to school but young enough in theory that they need help advancing in their career. And I also feel very much like masterclass is being targeted to me. I know this, in fact, because I have seen roughly one million masterclass ads in my life. Um, but I cannot, for the life of me, imagine ever counting on masterclass to help me advance in my career. I could only see myself doing it for exactly the situation that you've described, Pierce. It's like just to learn something. Mm-hmm. You know, to to pick up a, a, a new skill or, or to kind of, you know, dip a dip a toe and, and then a, a foot and half a calf into a new hobby. I, I, I think perhaps what will be the most uh, a better way to illuminate that would be to say that the only things I've ever really considered signing up for a master class for are cooking classes. Yeah. Uh, because there are some real heavy hitters in that in that segment of the world uh, doing master classes. They they talk in the article about Thomas Keller, the the chef of the French Laundry in California, and how he put together this like insanely comprehensive curriculum that actually would have been more like a class and they kind of went back to him and said uh this is too much <laughs> we can't we can't really do this uh so they wound up cutting it down and still after cutting it down having to split it into not two but i believe three separate classes notably all of which would carry a separate fee unless yeah. you spring for the all-in pass well, and here's the thing, Max. How many Jacques Pepin videos have you watched on YouTube for free in your life? Yeah, I don't understand. First of all, there. Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of things on on YouTube for free. Um, for what you're describing in terms of cooking, 
sounds like the what the Food Network has been doing for the past twenty years. You can you can turn on your cable and watch a celebrity chef yeah. teach you how to cook something. I, I, I'm I'm not following this, and I'm also confused at. We're talking about our target audience. I don't think I've ever seen an ad for this service, so I am curious what you're doing differently than me. That's getting you. What did you say? A zillion ads for this? And well, to be fair, you you joined the the instant gram. I would have to imagine the last of all four of us. Uh, that's that's kind of and your ads. Million. Your ads. Max. I get mine through YouTube. It, uh, yeah. Oh well, yeah, Max, YouTube too. I don't. I don't know if there's a lot of overlap yeah. between the. Uh, between the masterclass cats and in the in the van life people, so yeah. your ads might be you know juice yeah. because of that. I I, I also yeah. don't go on YouTube. Maybe I would see ads there if I did. So so Max, just the ads—they're fantastic, um, and th- kind of the reason that you say oh, there's all this free stuff on the Food Network, but like the ad is really like making you think that. Like Hans Zimmer is giving you a one-on-one lecture about how it's to become a film, like a, a film score composer, <laughs> and like it, it, yeah. So that's what they're they're selling is like this but, making. Well, my vibe that I get from the ads is that like oh, this is my personal tutor, Hans Zimmer. Yeah, master, and, and, masterclass ads on YouTube are the first time I ever saw Dead Mouse without his dumb shit mouse mask on. He's he made had, a ma- had or has a masterclass on electronic music production. Uh, you know, and and kind of to that point, you know, we, we keep dropping these names that we don't really need to say who they are because, like, we as these people of a certain age kind of know who they're. Max, I will read, and this is interlaced with things that the uh, marketing officer said. Um, what masterclass what masterclass offers thirty somethings is a curated group of people recognized as the world's best who are breaking down the thing that they they do in a really entertaining and digestible way. Schreiber said, "You can take away the life lessons, but you can also take away the conversation points. You can come back to work on Monday and talk about what Anna Wintour did." For the Met Gala, you can also think, man, Anna Wintour really gave me permission to show up like a boss today. I mean, it is like that has so many of the things that really bother me in there. The curation. So we're just talking about collecting things. You can bring conversation points. You're just able to say, I read this thing or I went to this thing or, you know, look at my video where I was at this place with this famous person. It is scratching all those itches. And are you really learning anything? No, you're just getting biographies from these people. I, so, I, I will I will push back on that and say I don't think it's necessarily true that you learn nothing. I don't think maybe if you take biography Anna, is learning. Maybe but if you it's take well, look. Teaching. Maybe if you take Anna Wintour's masterclass on leadership, like that's toxic workplaces, <laughs> right? Um, but like. So the the cooking classes particularly are not I don't think of them as the same as like watching the Food Network or even some Jacques Pepin videos because they see at least they are positioned as being more oriented around like techniques and approaches. And I feel like when you're watching a Food Network show, you're kind of seeing a a particular dish being made and more of the focus is there um it's in a lot of ways it's what i kind of wish the food network was at least when they're not airing 
you know, six hour marathons of diners, drive-ins and dives because they should absolutely never stop doing that. That show is perfect. Um, but, but like it's, it's the perfect, in many ways, I feel like masterclass is like the perfect, uh, the perfect alchem, you know, alchemic creation for, uh, this this era where we're big on uh, a thing that Pierce loves to call experience collecting, an era when um, you know people feel like they need to have side hustles and 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 things that that define them outside of of their work life. Uh, so so it's it's a powerful fantasy that they sell that you know. Uh, well, I was about to say that Dustin Hoffman will teach you how to write for the screen, but that's actually one of the two uh, classes they've ever canceled uh, <laughs> because uh, he he had 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 some uh, some troubles, shall we say? Mm-hmm. Um, but it, you know, the fantasy of Thomas Keller is teaching me how to cook, or Gordon Ramsay is teaching me how to cook, or uh, James Patterson, which is kind of a weird choice if your target audience is thirty somethings. You you're making that face, Max. He's the guy that has written that entire section of uh, thriller novels that you can get uh, not just at Barnes and Noble but at the airport and probably also the grocery store. Um, oh yeah, can, he's well, one of the people who who does well in the grocery store book realm. That's right. Wow, that's a good point. And he he's one of the most prolific authors like in the history of the written word um but like the idea that these people are are going to to bring something of value to your life and that you're going to get you know one 256th of their shine by absorbing what makes them special like a sponge like that's it's a pretty compelling message yeah and well what the the author of this atlantic piece made the point of is that well the the whole idea of a master class is that um it's an expert in the field teaching people things that only the expert knows however due to the nature of being this like online thing it has to be taught to the most general audience possible so like there's no difference between Gordon Ramsay teaching you versus someone on who has a YouTube channel who is like dedicated toward teaching beginner basic cooking things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and Kevin, that's a good. I mean, the other reason we mention YouTube here is, you know, you you are the product on YouTube. I say you as in the viewer. We recognize that it's not really free, but um, masterclass they talk about in here. And the guy who founded it was just given half a million dollars to, he didn't even have an idea. He was just given half a million dollars because he went to Stanford. So like, we're starting with this, but there is this discussion of, uh, masterclass being a a democratization of learning. Well, that's a crock of crap because like, that's what YouTube is. And there, I mean, I just watched before this, um, you know a jake kenji lopez alt video on uh making a blt and like that was a perfect video and i'm probably at some point i'm going to buy all of his cookbooks here soon um because like i want to support him and but i was able to get a taste of him for free 
And, you know, this is a streaming service. This is a subscription service we're talking about with Masterclass. It's, it is not a democratization. Um, and I find that, you know, slightly problematic. Again, it's, 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 they know that they're reaching out to a fairly affluent or at least, um, you know, okay off group. Yes, Max. It, well, it's, yeah, I'm just going to say from what you're describing, it very much sounds similar marketing to Equinox Gym, where part of it is not just maybe that you learn something from Jay, uh, Kenji Lopez Alt or whatever, um, but also that you you were part of the master class that that learned from him. Yeah, that's yeah. that's there's some kind of like bragging rights or maybe. I mean, that's clearly at the core of you can take away the life lessons, but you can also take away the conversation points. Yeah. Um, I would offer a counter argument that uh, master class is a perfectly american democratization of education in that there are resources that might be available to you for free but you're going to have to slog through a almost bottomless pit of content including lots of the most vile uh racism and sexism and conspiracy theories and all kind of shit to find it or if you've got enough scratch to shell out what I think is like 150 bucks for one individual class or more like so, sorry, 300 wait, for an all access pass, um, then wait, 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 you get better service. Quick it's, rewind right it's, now? Did you just say it's $150 it's, it's, a class? It's expensive. No, it's expensive. Not for, not for one, 17? not for one video for, for a whole, for a series from someone. Still, <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no, no. I'm, I'm not. I'm not arguing. It took us 17 minutes to get to $150 yeah, yeah, yeah. to watch Gordon Ramsay tell you how to cut with a knife. It's it's, it's a, the, a KN. You know what it is? It's the it's the TSA pre-check of education. Mm. Yeah, I mean, mm. I'm, I'm of course quickly looking now to see see how expensive it is and. But here's the thing. Here's why that is not an ideal comparison. Because TSA PreCheck, not unlike air conditioning, while terrible and maybe not good for the planet and expensive, there is a very real benefit to it. Now, when everybody has it, well, this is where it's different than air conditioning. When everybody has it, it it's, it's, it's no good anymore. You could say if everyone had Masterclass, it would also be no good anymore because then you couldn't, I guess, lord over other people that you would have watched, um, you know, uh, Ru RuPaul talk about uh, you know identity and creativity, which actually sounds kind of cool, but like that is just biography, and while interesting, um, same thing with Anna Wintour and everything else. A lot of times when people talk about their experience, they talk about their experience and not how what it means to you. And they say in here too that that like a lot of these stories are stories of how people came up and some of it is skill a lot of it is luck like the person who started this based off of five hundred thousand dollars on a blank check and that's, no idea that's not that's not even luck that's just that's just silicon valley being out of its fucking mind uh because as the article indicates the the founder literally told this guy who i guess was like his advisor or something yeah he told him he Stanford. wanted to make something mm -hmm. the the advisor said, okay, what, do you have an idea? He said, no, I have said, no I don't clue. Know. Yeah. And was then, after that, handed $500,000. Mm. 
like I, I don't I, I don't understand what we're doing anymore. I don't individual I don't get, classes I don't get any of this. Individual classes for ninety dollars a pop and our all access annual pass for hundred and eighty dollars. Um That's a so, steal. Yeah. I mean look, and that's yeah. but that's that's also the thing. I mean, Kevin, if 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 someone says to you you can take a class and this is where I guess you could fiend a democratization, um Someone says you could take a class that would be valuable, and value is something that is hard to define. But you know, ninety dollars for this this famous person to teach you this this lecture, basically, as opposed to community college with a lecture you've never heard of, and something that might be more applicable. But like ninety dollars doesn't sound so bad for a class. But maybe the better question is coming: Do you think anyone goes into these? Actually thinking that they are going to learn something that they can use. Cooking aside, yeah. I think cooking well, yes, aside, of course, it, because if, yeah. if they didn't, no one would sign up for them, right? I, yeah. I mean, cooking I, is one thing, but I don't know about these. Like, Kevin, I, I, I'm probably wrong, but I'm interested. Well, I, I think that's kind of what I. I don't know what their. Um, what I get out of their advertising is that they are advertising that you will come in and you will learn this thing, and this is like the the best way for you to do that like the best way for you to learn skateboarding is to come watch tony hawk's master class on how to do a 900 or whatever uh but i i think the i think the difference with like the community college example or, or whatever is that a lot of these master class um topics are on more creative mm-hmm. more creative things and they can't be easily um easily taught and evaluated in, in over a large scale like a computer science MOOC or like you know a, a 500 undergrad chemistry class where you can you know give these uh, objective exams it just so it, it with master class it's hard to like it's hard to say anything definitive because it is all in all like a subjective and sort of I think even if you have these more creative things, though, and, and having you know, been in school and taken classes where a professor would, would talk and sometimes it would really just be their life stories, but when you're in that setting, it's not even just the, the work that can be evaluated that you do, but it is also asking questions. And one thing you, you know, you, can, you can't say to, um, you know, uh, James Patterson or Anna Wintour, it's like, well, you said this, but like, can you explain this part further? Because you glazed over it. Just there's no way to ask questions, and even in creative things which are harder to evaluate, you cannot do that. And so that's where I have an issue with thinking of this as 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 learning, um, because even in those big lectures, like an economics lecture or something else, you might have a discussion section where you can ask questions and you can clarify. Because you know these lectures kind of assume that like i'm just going to throw out this screed out there and everyone can learn that way and i that's well i have a problem with that well but it's incomplete it's not it's not the fullest picture but by that same token if you were to if you were to draw that argument out to its logical conclusion reading something in a book is not learning either because you can't talk to the author, and I think we would probably all agree that that's a pile of horseshit. Yeah, but but that's it's not fair to for me to say it is different. But but like book learning, that is a format that we understand and exists. When you 
kind of place this as like I am taking a course with someone. Course learning is also yes. a thing. Yes, it's it's not it's not true course learning. It, it is incomplete. To your point, I think. I mean, yes, it's not Max. that different than a 500-person undergraduate lecture. I mean, you can ask the professor questions during that lecture, but you're more likely to go to office hours and ask questions yeah, right. separately. Well, so in this case, does Masterclass <clears throat> offer some way to... No. Not any? No. 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 Yeah. They recorded that a while ago in the comforts of their own home with high production values. There was probably so that spa it. water. Yeah. Um you have, to buy them a, you have to buy a cameo to get them to answer a question. <laughs> but, yeah, and weirdly, it's Gary Busey who does it every time. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I, well, wait a minute. I would pay for that. <laughs> it's $250 for him to wish you a happy birthday. But yes, Kevin? Well, I, I was going to go back to the, the uh, idea of, of a book versus master class, and then uh, that just kind of got me thinking, like, if I wanted to learn chess, I feel like I would have a I would do better. I I haven't taken master class, so I guess I, this is me not. I can't say for sure, but I would imagine I would go buy one of Gary Kasparov's books to learn chess rather than watch Gary Kasparov's. And isn't that isn't that part of it though? Is that like with to, to your point of creativity? Like, there's a lot of creativity in chess, uh, obviously, but it's more like cooking as opposed to being a boss or uh, creative writing, which so much of that is this skill that is really hard to teach um whereas you i mean chess you can you can learn like you can definitely learn a lot of that well i so i think that the i think that the concentration of of these courses in things that are either largely are creative or more like uh soft skills i guess the anna wintour thing is like pure soft skills the rupaul who, who is classes. she you've mentioned anna, anna so anna, anna wintour, wintour is, several times yes anna wintour is the longtime editor of vogue magazine who now i guess runs condé nast the yes. magazine publisher mm. magazine publisher known at the moment for its terrible workplace culture <laughs> yes um, very much so uh, abusive and racist it's worth it's worth noting that so here, so that's who you on. want teaching you leadership Anyway, those um, the fact that those courses are are concentrated in those sort of areas, I think, speaks to this idea that gets touched on a lot in the closing paragraph of the article, where the the author says, "Lately, I've been thinking about how prospectors in the California gold rush rarely struck it rich." in 1849, the ones who did well were those who supplied prospectors with shovels, tents, and jeans. They kept the dream alive. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong, of course, with supplying people with what they need to pursue their dreams, but it seems that during this time of growing wealth and social inequality, the jeans and shovels have become largely symbolic, and the prospecting they facilitate, the endless panning for something, anything, ever more intangible. There's no goal, really. The panning is the goal. That's, and that is like such a nice bow to put on it because I think that their their choice of subject matter really leans into this this age that we live in of constant striving and optimization of the self mm-hmm. and side hustles and all of this stuff that we have you know drifted in and out of talking about at various points over the last 275 episodes of this podcast is like it's 
it's selling you it's selling you a vision of yourself as someone who is accomplishing that goal of you know adding a new tool to your arsenal but in order to feel like that is a real accomplishment you have to also implicitly buy the core premise that you must always be optimizing that you must always be adding a new tool to your arsenal and that's i don't know man it feels it feels a little icky to me like it, yeah. learning stuff is good i love to learn but like you can learn just for learning's sake because taking in new information is fucking cool yeah i i think you had it right sean when you said i I've been thinking about asking for it for for a gift. I think my main problem yeah. with Masterclass is what they advertise it as. I think that if you think it'd be fun to listen to this person talk about their life and career, and you know, get it get it as a gift or you know, buy one here or there, but like go into it viewing it as an entertainment product. And I just want mm-hmm. them to change the name of it from Masterclass to like listen to the celebrity talk about stuff. But it but if yeah. they did that, their whole business would be dead in the water. It's the, it's the whole point. Right. It's yeah. it's and, the game. And, yeah. And and for me, that's I, I, it's something that that we've touched on before. I'm realizing that it's it's kind of like hard seltzer, in that it's it's definitely not for me. But it's this very optimistic beverage. As you watch these commercials, like the one where the person is uh, uh, roller skating and getting probably white claw or something, and the music is great and it's optimistic. It's clearly targeted at me. And it's like, no, this is wellness. You know, this is the hashtag wellness basically. And it's like, no, it's still alcohol and it's actually pretty high alcohol content for what it is, but it makes people really happy and they feel like they're doing something that is better than what they were doing before. And in that case, it's not for me. It does feel icky, but if people see this and they feel more confident because they can think about what Margaret Atwood or Anna Wintour shared with them um, and go to work and feel more confident or feel less angsty about being in their 30s and feeling like they haven't accomplished everything or those things are more um, attainable now like that's a valuable service and I can't fully dismiss it or anything so uh, are we going to roll out our master class on uh, producing mediocre podcasts around are, Labor Day are weekend. Are we not charging $90 to listen to this? Uh, if we have, uh, if we have been, we really need to get a hold of our accountant <laughs> because uh, I don't know who's getting paid for it, but I certainly hasn't been me. <sighs> well, we've gone, I mean, we've gotten into the, we, we've gotten pretty philosophical about this. Do we have wait, anything I, else that we want to touch on? I think we should all take Steph Curry's master class and then see who does who is the best shooter. Does he have after one? That. Does oh, he yeah. have one? Yeah. What, what? How to shoot a basketball? Watch this video. No, I there's I can watch YouTube clips for the literally the rest of my life of him shooting basketball. I do not need that. I do not I, need that. Also, it won't help you. Yeah, it won't like. I've I've said enough. I've said enough. I don't want hard hard seltzer. I want the honesty of a Budweiser. Okay. I want the honesty. Well, you know what we do want though. I think we want an apology. So let's move on to Pierce's sorry. Yeah. Well, in the interest of uh, you know giving a master class right now, I think that I am certified because I said I was. 
um, in, in giving you some advice on, on exploring new farmers markets. So here's my advice to you. First of all, do your research. Second, um, do your research. Third, uh, make sure that the, the peak-ish or the early peak season has, has come into play before you make a, kind of a, a take on, on how this farmer's market will be. Would you For, say that that falls under the umbrella of doing your research? Doing your research, some would say. Last, and this is less about doing your research, um, but if you are if you are going to a new farmer's market for the first time, do not go to one that is on a weekday afternoon because you'll do what I did, which is you went to you went to a new farmer's market and you assumed because it was in the earthy, crunchy part of town that even though it was a Wednesday afternoon, there would be a lot of uh, vendors there. Well, I'll tell you what, there are about 12 vendors there uh, this one I went to that I won't besmirch here. Um, I will probably give it another try when it's more in peak season, which at least here in Georgia, we're kind of entering now. But of the 12 vendors that were there, only one had produce. And I just about flipped over all the tables out of, of anger, except I realized that um, this was totally on me not doing my research. And accordingly, I had to apologize when I got home because there were people in my household that expected, uh, you know, cool things from the farmer's market, but I failed to, um, you know, I literally failed to put food on the table. And you can't, you can't do that when you've made promises. So did, do your research. Did Rooney accept your apology? Um, he really didn't. He, uh, it, was, it was tough. Um, I slept in the crate that night. Uh, so... <laughs> Were too many yeah. of the vendors just um, selling uh, classes and how to shoot a basketball? No, it was actually worse. Uh, many of them were were CBD and or kombucha. Like wow. that was what most yeah. of it was. Yeah, that makes sense. What, what is that, Vermont? <laughs> no, yeah, that's yeah. Well, I did say it was the earthy, crunchy part of town, so um, that's that's probably part of it. But yeah, just um, I don't know, man. Center. There are, there are multiple like kombucha type stands at my farmer's market which is at a church in the west end of richmond so like it's it's everywhere man yeah i think soon soon enough every street corner is just just gonna have a vape shop a place where you can get cbd and a place you can get kombucha (laughs) which will all just be one place and it will just be the new version of cvs and walgreens yes um okay well uh well let's let's close the show uh as we do with a big idea from pop culture and you know there there have been some pretty monumental podcasts over the last you know 15ish years there's shows that evolved out of public radio like this american life and radio lab um there's iconic interview programs like wtf with mark maron um but i am convinced that I have now heard the single greatest podcast episode that has ever been produced or will ever be produced. And it is last Wednesday's episode of The Right Time with Bomani Jones. The guest is Spencer Hall, who Bo loves to refer to as the best college football writer in America. I tend to think he's right. Um, a He is a... a a Georgia fellow like you, Pierce, I, I believe it is not implausible that you might one day run into him on the streets of Atlanta. Um, 
and they decided uh, to just like on a Twitter suggestion do an entire episode about Stevie Wonder uh, and Bomani Jones uh, low key a brilliant uh, kind of consumer and, and knower of music things and Spencer Hall is like a, a renaissance man he was apparently I guess was in the marching band when he was a student at the University of Florida uh, and they just had this incredible 35 minute conversation about uh, Stevie Wonder's oeuvre that was phenomenal and made even better by the fact that it was preceded by them opening uh, with a discussion of the ongoing uh, Kwame Brown, Gilbert Arenas, Matt Barnes, Stephen Jackson beef uh, that included, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, uh, uh, them lamenting that Kwame Brown had not gotten uh, a longer run with the Warriors because if we had found out that Kwame Brown was out here in Oakland running around slapping people in the face, he would have been a hero. And it's just, it's, it scratches all of my particular podcast itches. I love conversation shows. I love when the people that are on the podcast, like have a good rapport and preferably when one or both of them have like an encyclopedic knowledge of something. So uh, this, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure there's a, a link to it in the notes. I'll even, I'll put a link to the video version on YouTube as well, uh, because after having listened to it on, uh, on my podcast app, I saw a clip of it on Twitter and I went and watched the entire thing again on YouTube because I realized that Spencer Hall was recording this podcast from his closet with a beard probably a foot long, also wearing a gray tank top undershirt and clearly sitting in his closet. And it just, everything about it was perfect. Uh, nothing, nothing it could do was wrong. Uh, so so the, uh, the episode of <laughs> The Right Time with Bomani Jones where he and Spencer Hall talk about Kwame Brown and Stevie Wonder. We'll we'll throw a link in the in the show notes. I already recommended it to Pierce, but uh, it's it's very much worth your time. So uh, okay, well that is the end of the show. You can find us at our home on the web www.prettyokpod.com or on your podcast app and device of choice. If you subscribe to the show. Thank you. Please do us one more favor. Leave a rating, review, comment, that sort of thing. Or just tell a friend about the show. We'd love to share it with them as well. Preferably a guy at Stanford who's just giving away half a million dollars left and right. But uh, it yes. doesn't have to be him. Yes, very much so. If if anybody wants to throw us a cool half mil because we're out of ideas, uh, it's it's pretty okay at gmail.com. Yeah. Max needs a hot tub. Yeah, Max needs a hot tub. Um he, I mean, for that, he can get a hot tub made out of smaller hot tubs. Hot tubception. <laughs> House-sized hot tub. Um, but yeah, so if you if you tell a friend about the show, we would be very grateful. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening.
Yeah.